Today's episode was sponsored by Loot Crate, the subscription box service for the geek gamer and or nerd in all of us. And we know that you're listening. For less than $20 a month, you get six to eight items of gamer and pop culture licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, unique one-of-a-kind items, and more. Make sure to head to lootcrate.com slash nerdmachine and enter code nerdmachine to save $3 on any new subscription. This year thus far, there have been crates featuring some exclusive items from Star Wars and Voltron, as well as some epic geek apparel and an awesome retro gaming-inspired mashup figure. A crate all about strategy games. A crate all about covert operations. And there's only more awesomeness to come. Remember, you only have until the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific to subscribe and receive that month's crate. And when the cutoff happens, that's it. It's over. Finito. So go to lootcrate.com slash nerdmachine and enter code nerdmachine to save $3 on any new subscription today. Ten seconds to fire it. Nine, eight, seven... Six, five, four, three, two, one. Picking Man, I love that theme song every time we hear it. Uh, guys, welcome to Picking Favorites. This is your friend Dave Kentucky, America Coleman, uh, coming to you live from an actually a uh, undisclosed location this week. We're doing something outside the studio, uh, a little top secret thing. Uh, but uh, with me today is my good, good friend who I do not, uh, he, he does not have to pay me for being his friend. Uh, and we, I think we all know who that is. Hi, I'm Tyler Levine. It's Tyler Labine. That's right. Tyler <laughs> Labine is here. Uh, no, it's Razzle, everybody. Hey, everybody. Hey, welcome back. And uh, if you tweet at me, I'll tell you the location. It's not very secret. It's totally secret, and uh, I have now NSA'd uh, Razzle's I'm Twitter feed. The and mayor on Foursquare from 2010, and it was a thing of this location. The mayor on Foursquare was Yeah, remember here? Foursquare? Like, if you go- no. Remember Foursquare? No. no, Foursquare was an app. Where Whoa, who is that mysterious voice, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen? The mayor of Foursquare. Uh, mayor of Foursquare. He's actually the mayor of Awesome Town, uh, which works on many levels. Our good friend and buddy, Mr. Ryan McPartland. Hey now. Hey. hey yeah, I love the I love the Howard Stern reference. Yeah, well, hey. hey now. <laughs> I've been hey wanting now. to do that for a long time. Really? Well, now you've done it. <laughs> uh, you know, obviously Ryan and I have known each other for quite some time, working on Chuck together. Um, it's unfortunate that Zach isn't here today, even though it's his birthday. So I'm sure you guys have all sent Zach uh, birthday wishes today. Happy birthday, Zachy! Yeah, it's going to come out. This is going to be out tomorrow, which is Wednesday. So you yeah. guys are all here. So it's the day after. But yeah. uh, he's out, you know, promoting his new show, Heroes. Tyler's on location doing yet another movie because the guy doesn't know how to stay home ever. Um, but we're happy that uh, Razzle and I have Ryan in studio today because we're going to talk a little bit about, of course, we're going to talk a little Chuck because that's what Ryan and I did together for a really long time. And then we're going to talk about what uh, what else is going on in Ryan's life. And so uh, a lot of exciting, exciting things, things you may not really be uh, thinking that Ryan McPartland would be doing. I just had a flashback to one of the Chuck episodes where, do you remember this? The I come in. Because I had a great character where I'd just pop in and pop out. Captain where, Awesome. He yeah, Captain Awesome, where where Zach is doing the heavy lifting with Yvonne and Baldwin. And I got to come in for a few days and hang out and just kind of play around. Well, there's one day in particular that was a long day. And you'll remember this, where it was, uh, I think it was Operation Awesome. 
Okay. And where you're playing the spy character, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And Zach is, um, and Zach is like, hey, you guys coordinated this whole scene with the the dart guns, and he uh, he says, all right, if I if I throw this up in the air, can you catch this? And I'm gonna do a little like uh, move under you and catch. Then I'm gonna catch it. Then you throw it back to me, and I'll catch it. I'm like, dude, I was like all conference tight end in high school. Are you kidding? <laughs> of course I can catch it. What are you talking about? I can catch about? anything. I'll put I can it catch anything. I'll put it wherever you want, man. <laughs> I'm first team all American, you know. Not I'm first really. team all state. I'll put the ball wherever <laughs> yeah. I want. But I'll make it rain out here. Yeah, I'll make it rain. So I was like, right, what do you? Of course. I didn't realize number one how expensive these guns are, and how <laughs> these are the uh, f- the basically the Chuck Trank guns that were the bane of my existence for the entire time I was on the show because they're they're little airsoft guns and we could load them with air and they would cycle like a real weapon so it you know you wouldn't have to do anything in post it would feel like it was actually firing so they were really great weapons. However, they were very uh, fragile and people on the show had a habit of dropping them. A lot. Well, so we had about six of them. So yeah, there, fast forward to to uh, Zach throwing the gun up in the air, and it was such a badass move. I juggle it, and it was like in slow motion, which was perfect because you know for the camera it looked like, oh my god, is he going to catch it? Is he not? And then it falls to the ground. No. Boom. Does not uh, work. The last one that yeah. of the there's only one like, other. Were we in that like worked. the CAA building? That yes, was that we're where in we the were. CAA yeah, building. And, I remember that. And the floor could not have been harder. It was like a, literally was, the hardest floor you've ever been in your life. Yep. Crack, and, crack. I'm, I'm literally behind the camera, just going like this, like the look on Kentucky's face and the look on Zach's face. It was like I dropped a baby. <laughs> it was really, honestly, it was like at I dropped moment, Kentucky's baby. Because I was like, I don't have any more guns at work. Because I'm li- at, at the time, as soon as that happens, I'm taking guns apart to fix and them. pulling pieces and like replace. Like it was crazy. Yeah, but that happened a lot. That was amazing. Though. Not as bad six? as the time Gomez actually dropped a real weapon in uh, one of our. Again, blank. We use blanks, but they're actually real weapons with suppressor to hold the gas. It's a whole thing. But uh, yeah, m- uh, when uh, Baldwin and Gomez were doing that scene in the uh, castle where they're doing the target shooting. Okay. And then uh, I think he, like, Baldwin threw him a gun or something and he dropped, and I was like, oh, shit. And it was all, but there wasn't like a full crew. It was only like us two and, like, you know, a small little crew doing that scene. But uh, oh, it happened it- all the time. People drop guns all the time on that yeah. show. But when it happens, it's like you just let the whole team down. It's like you fumbled the football. Yeah. It really is. And you, like, didn't, and, you, and, you didn't re- and you didn't recover. And you didn't recover. The other team got it. Yeah. That's no, exactly how it felt. I was like, oh, okay, I guess. And then after that, I didn't get to handle another gun. Yeah. No. It took about four minutes to do a football reference with Ryan McPartland. Which, <laughs> not, which is much longer than I thought it would take. You're a big Bears fan, right? Ah, uh, yes. Sorry. I know, dude. Wow. It's me. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm but, a Saints fan. Look. I got nothing to talk about. No. Uh, we are atrocious. I got to tell you, my my fantasy football team is 0-3. The Bears are 0-3. Very good, very good. I'm 1-2 because Jamal Charles and uh, Randall Cobb stepped up last night. Uh, that's good. Finally. They, they destroyed me, though. I played it against oh. Aaron Rodgers. And uh, the flag football team. Both of my son's flag football teams have not won a game with me coaching. Ryan. I am done with football. This is a problem. Yeah. This is going to be a really kind of negative effect on your athletic demeanor. Oh, dude, I'm over. I'm over. I'm like, I've already stepped back and said, all right, I'm going to take up golf. That's it. And golf's good. I mean, you know, look, you got a long time to make the senior tour. You and, know you what get, I'm and you get a handicap. You That's can play true. against anybody. 
That's you true. know, That's I just true. need I just need a two touchdown handicap against these monster eight year olds we're playing against. I don't. I'm going to check their birth certificates because I don't buy it. It's like literally. I do not it's buy like it. a bunch of Dominican kids coming in and playing yeah. football in Santa Clarita. Is that what's happening? Yeah, absolutely. They're all it's 15 like, years old and they got mustaches and they're playing eight year olds. Absolutely. You know, we're, we're guys. Gonna, that's a little league reference. I'm sorry if you think I'm being like that happens in little league. I'm just <laughs> that actually happened. That actually I'm not, happened. I'm just not making league. up like racially insensitive comments. <laughs> Razzle, how's your flight? How's your uh, fantasy football uh, team doing? My fantasy league is taking a beating this year, dude. Yeah, it's, the whole uh, league, everybody's taking a beating. Dumbledore is just getting railed by <laughs> uh, Golem. It's like all my fantasy characters are just there. Dude, just, that'd be so funny if, you had, if there was a way like, to do like Lord of the Rings versus Harry Potter. And uh, I mean, the fantasy. orcs, the orcs just destroyed the Hufflepuff yesterday. <laughs> man. I don't even. I'll be honest. I don't know what I'm saying. I just know they're from from movies that people watch. Yeah, those are from Lord of the Rings and uh, Harry Potter. Harry Potter. No, I'm kidding. Rings. I know who they are. No, I, know. I, no, I, you I, just, I just made up words and they happen to sound exactly like, like characters and <laughs> creatures from these two worlds. Yeah, Voldemort, we don't even, it's the team that shall not be mentioned. That's my name. Bill oh. Jack is like Voldemort, yeah. though. He is. Yeah, yeah. that's funny. He yeah, truly. somebody should do it. Maybe we should do it. Raiders of the Lost Orcs. That's a, a team name. That's good. That's, that's, good. Good, that's good. No, we should do a, maybe we should do a piece on uh, the, uh, the Lord of the Rings characters of the NFL. Maybe that would engage Levi because he just could not stand listening to Gomez and I talking about fantasy football. Oh, he doesn't like. He's just not into that kind of thing. I get it. He likes the Bears. You know who Legolas is? I know who Legolas is. Clay Matthews. He's Legolas. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And now half the audience just went, "What football? Okay, let's go. Let's get away from football. Yeah, let's uh, let's get away from fantasy teams because I'll start saying my fantasy team names that are super offensive that I came up with because they're really funny." Just saying, but we can always bleep them out. Because no. um, I got So Ryan, tell me, you know, that's one of your least favorite moments on Chuck. What was your favorite moment on the show? Do you remember? Like, do you have one that was like your favorite moment? Oh man, I think that there was a lot. I mean, I don't. It's funny because people ask me about certain episodes. I don't re- really. I'm not a guy who rem- remembers dates and you know, like uh, I, I remember specific moments and emotional memories, and that's. Um, so there, it was a really big deal, obviously, when Captain Awesome found out that uh, Chuck was living this double life, right? And that right. was the first one. And there, there were so many, like I think that was season three. I think that was season three. End of season two, I want to say. Oh wait, yeah, because I was there. Okay, yeah, yep. maybe right at, right at the end, right? Right at the end of season two, and you know that was a big deal for me. But I got to say that again, there was all this, you know. Uh, there was all these things, technical things that I'd, I when I was inserted into the spy world, it was not the laid back, fun world of the house that I was used to. So it was a whole different energy, man. It was like there was stunt coordinating. There was things that had to be done on time. Uh, and I come in. Right, you're like, you're like, I'm I like, thought I was on a comedy. What's up, guys? How you doing? You know, I'm, like, I'm just in a comedy show. What are yeah. you guys doing over here? And you're like, yeah, this is where, this is why we're this here 70 it, hours a week. Yeah. That was the best part about Chuck because it literally was three shows in one. It, it was it was the Buy More, the big sitcom of the Buy More, the spy uh, drama. Yeah, all the Jeffster stuff. Yeah, and like then the there comic was the, relief of the whole thing. And then there was kind of like some of the emotional mixed with the comic of I want to say almost a little of what Josh Schwartz did on the OC at the in the home life. So you know it all blended together so seamlessly. But I got to tell you, when I went into the spy world, I was like, 
Get me back to the house or get me to the buy more, man, because this is intense. I just want to go buy Baldwin some, just yeah. keeps looking at me like he's going to kill me at any second, and I'm getting a little nervous. <laughs> you know? Baldwin, Baldwin could be intense on that show, but I love the guy. I love oh, him. And that's why he great works friend. so well. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. He was, great on Last Ship. I don't know if you watched Last Ship. Absolutely. Love that show. That's my, one of my favorite shows on TV it's right now. It's a great now. show. I love it. It's a great show. Decided to come back. Uh, I just finished watching season two, and I think they're getting ready to start up shooting season three like this, like in two weeks or something. Yeah, something really quick. So it's a that's very exciting, solid man. Show. Let's keep plugging Baldwin stuff and Baldwin everybody. stuff. Yeah, what, what do you got? What do you got going on? No, man? I mean, listen. It's uh, I've been bouncing around. I've been a journeyman actor ever since uh, Chuck came to an end. I sold a show to TBS. Um, it didn't get greenlit. There's all kinds of things that go into it, and I realized, man, it's so much more fun. Like I said, being in the spy world was intense. Being on the other side, doing the production stuff. I mean, I know what you guys do um, uh, with Nerd Machine and. Uh, my hat's off to you because when you get in, into the producing world, there's so many battles to fight and so much that's out of your control yeah. that it's so nice to get on a set and be like, okay, I know what I'm going to say. I know how I'm going to say it. Sure, I can work with the director where I'm going to walk and yeah. say, but that's about it. Everything else has been done by that point. Right. And so I've been dipping my toe in the water on the other side, and uh, it's exciting, but it's tough. I mean, it's a really different. Yeah, it's hard. one, it's hard to sell a show. Yeah. And two, it's even harder to get it to get on the air. Yep. And um, that's that's where we got. I was like, oh man, we sold a show. This is amazing. Oh, it's good. First yeah, time out. Done. But so when are we shooting, guys? Let's get let's cast, start casting. And then they're like, uh, yeah. You know, there was a whole turnover of which always happens at different networks. Yep. And and when that turnover comes, so does the shows. Yeah, the they go, Yeah, these production. shows that the people before us were gonna make, I don't think we're gonna make those. No, not happening. Um, so that And you, you can know. have and the and the crazy thing is you can have the funniest, greatest show idea or even like a pilot, the whole thing. And sometimes it just doesn't matter because it may not fit on the schedule. They may not have the right. I mean, it just not may not fit in the There's whole direction of, of what it is. Yeah. So um, it's difficult. You know, uh, you know. Thank God we have geeks who drink on uh, on Sci-Fi. Final episode tomorrow night from season one, guys, is Retta and uh, Robert Buckley from iZombie. It's gonna be really a really fun episode to uh, close out season. Who is that? One. Is that the blonde girl? No, Retta. No, who's the girl from iZombie? What'd you say? Who's from That's not Robert Buckley. Uh, <laughs> Robert Buckley. <from laughs> I tuned out and then I heard iZombie and I'm like, ooh, I know that girl. I think yeah, I that is She's not cute. who's on the show. Robert uh, Buckley's pretty cute too. Though. He's cute. He's a good looking you dude. You see him with his shirt off. If you had that chick from iZombie on and I wasn't invited to set, I would have been very upset. Uh, we did not have her. Exactly. Uh, that That's show wasn't even out when we did the show. No. So okay. maybe season two yeah, we'll I'll bring her in. But Red is on and Red is the best. Uh, Retta has a great time on the show, and we loved having her. So, uh, listen, well, I'm sure you guys will be watching the show tomorrow night. Um, yeah, it's funny. W- those three different worlds on Chuck were really kind of different days. You'd have very different days sometimes on the show. Like, okay, we're shooting in the apartment all day today. And you'd be like, okay. Fantastic. Pretty cool. I don't have, yeah. And then you'd be like, okay, now all the nine bad guys are going to come in in full tack gear, uh, and we're going to have a shootout. <laughs> and you're like, oh, crap, man. I just wanted, there to, we like, go. I just wanted to like do some work and like read something today. I was just going to get through my crossword today. Yeah. Damn it. That's how it goes. But it was fun. Uh, it's funny. I was on the lot like four days ago when Zach did Ellen. And uh, I was just walking in like next to stage four. And I was like, man. And, like, there's another show in there. You know, obviously, it's been year, three years since we were in there or whatever. Yeah. And uh, but you're like, man, I remember standing outside this thing all the time. Like, I've done a couple episodes uh, of different shows at Warner Brothers lot since. And every time I audition, you know, on that lot, I end up walking past and just taking a look at that plaque and feeling like, man, I was really part of something. Because outside of our stage, 
there's a, a plaque on the wall that has all these historic, amazing shows that you're just such a huge fan of. And then you have Chuck. Was it? What was it, 2005 to 2010? 2007 to no, 2007, 2012. Yeah. Yeah, so it has the years, 2007 yeah. to 2012, right next to it. And you're like, man, that was my But show. some of those are like, literally it says like the Maltese Falcon. Oh, yeah. Like on one of the stages we shot oh, at. And then Casablanca. Like, Casablanca was in there. <laughs> you're like, wait, what? Like, yeah. Wait, I was on the same, I'm on the same plaque yeah. as Casablanca. That's when you really do go, like, because, you know, I'm from Kentucky, and when I moved out here, I was like, I just want to work on you know, really cool stuff. And you go... I got I'm, I'm at it. like you're, I'm, I'm, I'm at Warner Brothers, like making a television show uh, in the same place that they shot Casablanca. That's amazing, and not just a television show, but one that rang so true with the fans and was yeah. such a. I mean, everybody who watched it loved it. We yeah. just needed more people watching. Just needed more people to watch <laughs> yeah. it, but, but everybody who did watch but it. But the loved greatest it. fan, the greatest fans in the world, and uh, you know, the Chuck fandom is a is a is an awesome one. Yeah, um, absolutely. But yeah, ever since then, man, I've just been bouncing around. I've been doing different stuff, selling shows, did pilots that haven't gone, and uh, some, you know, a few movies here and there. I got to work with Jeremiah Chechik again on Right Kind of Wrong, on which is on Netflix. Uh, I got, uh, what's the name of the movie? I got two different movies coming out now. One's on uh, going to be on Ion and Amazon and Hulu. It's... Um, uh, Heaven Sent or Do It Yourself? No. Kind, that, a Kind of Magic? This was, it's a, it's not called A Kind of Magic anymore, and I'm struggling. To, I worked with Tosca Musk on it, and she was fantastic. Um, anyhow, that's the, the movie, and whatever it'll be. Look for it. It's a Halloween movie. It's like some kind of magic or something. I wish I would remember this. Oh, wait, you're a witch? Yeah, man. You're a son of a witch. I'm a witch. We got a little... You son of a witch. Yep, yep. And then uh, Heaven Sent will be coming out next Christmas. And then we have... um, Oh, there's... like Babysitter's Black Book. Oh, and then uh, with Mayan Bialik. I just did a movie that'll be on Lifetime, and it was Accidental Trip, but I think they'll change the name of that, too. It'll be a Chris McCall movie. And Mayan Bialik was amazing. You guys got to get her in here. She's oh, a, she's awesome. We would love to get her in here. She is a good friend now and just so cool and such a, I don't know if you saw. Very conservative uh, young lady, I hear. You, you know what? It's in funny. terms of like her like belief, like even like you what would, she'll show. You would think show. so because oh. of what she puts out there. And then you have a conversation with her and you're like, wait a second. The, what What is going on here? There's a Jekyll and Hyde thing happening. And uh, she's got such, you know, so interesting to talk to. So I just we'll, we'll, we'll try her. to get her in here, just as any of the big bangers we would try to get in here. Absolutely, um, Razzle. Yes, sir. I'm just making sure you're here. Nope, I'm here. <laughs> I'm just listening to your guys' stories. Uh, well, they're really great stories. Oh, yeah, and then the other stories. thing that I'm working on, oh. more than anything, is my wife's business, PlateTherapy.com, buddy. There you go. You plug it. Plug, plug it. that. This is a paleo home delivery service of uh, of meals, correct? Yeah, my my friend Jeff Probst and his wife Lisa, you know, basically helped us start this business by just wanting Danielle to cook for them in this healthy paleo food and it's like a, like a Hallmark movie she just posted it on Facebook and they got a bunch of clients and then we brought on a chef to partner with got in a professional kitchen so we got a little startup business that's uh, awesome man hopefully gonna explode like Nerd Machine did yeah, I remember well, when that was just I, a little startup and we were yeah. throwing t-shirts into the, <laughs> right, into the, into <laughs> into the crowd, crowd at, at Comic Con 2010 exactly. yeah I know um, it's funny I, the pay, and guys I'll be honest the paleo it works it does I lost 30 pounds on paleo uh, last summer I've been really bad about being back on it, but I need to because I'm telling you, it is legit. 
Well, I, I know somebody can hook you up, brother. Do you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, maybe we do. Um, well, guys, let's get into this one. I, I love having Ryan here. We could literally talk about Chuck and, and the stuff we did all day. But uh, I definitely want Razzle to be involved in the conversation yeah. today because no, he's listening. here. And uh, we want to get through some topics. I watched I, Chuck. I watched it. <laughs> well, thanks, Ryan. How many episodes? Uh, the first two seasons, and then it got, like, it was off for a bit. You know, I watched it. I like off it. for a bit. What do you mean? Yeah, like then they changed it, or then it almost got canceled. Or then they changed the time or stuff like that. It was on eight o'clock on NBC every time it ever aired. I don't know about that. It was. I do know about that. About I can guarantee it. I will say that it was. Uh, but then there was a delay, or the writer strike, or something happened. Writer strike. Season one. Season one. Yeah, that happened. That it screwed everybody. For I a while. stopped when he lo- when 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 uh, I seen Chevy Chase and I seen James Bond and then I stopped after that. That season. Do you know how Two much you missed? Three. But yeah. good thing it's on Netflix, bro. Yeah, it's on Netflix. You can catch it. Uh, then there was the... Uh, then No, you know what I did? They got fired, right? Everybody got fired and they had to go into their own... They had to go into business for themselves. Was that a thing? Uh, well, they out- they were going to fire everybody and then they then basically the Bimorians... He saw the, he no, saw the, the cliff notes. He got yeah. the government fired everybody, and then they had to become just like oh yeah, Carmichael Industries, yeah, yeah, rogue, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they had to be like the A team doing their own thing. The A team. That's when I stopped. Nice segue. Good segue. Right into the segue of the cars. That's, I like that's it. That's what I, I like. Do. It. So that's let's why I'm uh, here. let's talk about our favorite. Uh, let's talk about our favorite cars from a television show. Yes. Let's talk about that one first. The A team is pretty fantastic. That van. Oh, that van was dude. That's my. I don't know is why you're all time. It's my all-time favorite car from a TV okay, show. Okay, we'll start with you, Dave. A-team van, for sure. Um, one, I'm a huge fan of vans in general. I love customized vans. My parents had a van that was a very big, brown, customized van that had, like, General Lee American Racing wheels on it. And on the side, it had, like, a sticker that had, like, flames. Not, like, flames like this you would was, see on a your hot parents rod. van? My parents' van, I was like... Okay. How like, great was that in high school then when it had a little rust yeah, right. on it? Never. Yeah. No, they got rid of it. That's How the thing. How did you borrow that van when Never, you were That's adult. the thing. So we had this van because we yeah. used to drive to Myrtle Beach every year as vacation. It was like, you know, it was like the two front seats and then the captain's chairs right behind it that would swivel around and then they had a little sink in the oh, side. Oh, nice. And then it had a fold-out couch that turned into a bed. I mean, it was floor-to-ceiling, wall-to-wall carpet, ter- like, like a 78... Chevy van, That's right? Awesome. I love it. Customized. It was Every eighteen year old's dream. Sliding door, like it was the best. Did it have curtains? Please oh, tell me it cur- had curtains. curtains. Oh, oh, I love it. The curtains, yeah. the curtains. big window, and they had the little like <laughs> ties that held the curtains with the Velcro. Yeah, and pop oh. them off. My brother and I were back there playing, fancy. playing like Star oh, Wars bar. and GI Joe all the time. So, but uh, I loved vans. So when the A team came out, I was like, "That's badass!" And then you know, BA would always like do every episode. There'd be like the montage, like the montage part oh, where yeah. they were like updating. They'd put like a cow catcher on the front of the the van, and they would put turrets in it or whatever, like you know, armor it up so they could do their mission. Um, so I love vans. So my parents had this van. Um, by the way, that's a eighty. That's a nineteen eighty three GMC van. The oh, Astro, yeah. so you know, GMC. Um, yep. Not an Astro, but a GMC. Vandura. We had a coachman. You had a coachman. We had a coachman. So the mine was called the Chevy Custom Van, right? I remember we bought. I remember where we bought it. I remember when we got it, and I was like, "Man, this is gonna be awesome." Fifteen years old, my parents trade in the van. Oh no! For a literally the opposite car in the world, a blue two-door stick shift Chevy Chevette. Oh! And I went, "What are you? What? Really? We had we literally had like a Caprice Classic." And a van, 
to a Chevy Chevette and a Toyota two-door small truck. And I was like, "That's you totally just screwed up my entire last two years of high school. I don't even know what to compare that to. You can't compare it to anything. It's like getting shot in the foot. <laughs> That's what it's like. It's That's like getting shot. A Chevette. In the foot. Oh, Chevette. Boy. But anyway... A-Team van, 1983 GMC van. It's my favorite van. Favorite te- Look, there's a lot of hot rods and all that kind of stuff on television cars. I get that. But that's my favorite car from a TV show. Ryan, usually the guest goes first, but because of that conversation, yeah. I kind of jumped in. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Absolutely. Ryan, tell us your favorite car from it's a TV show. segued in there. I just was thinking about knowing what we know now about working behind the scenes on the TV show. How funny, had it, how funny would it have been to be the fly in the wall with – all of those grown men packed into that van with the camera crew oh, man, I know. and the microphones oh. and every I mean, those guys just stank. had a hate life all day long. It must have stank so <laughs> bad in that van. What I mean, is we happening? did a lot of van stuff in the sprinter vans. You know, Mr. Was T huge. was just yeah. like, man, just like you what are you what are you I, I can't Absolutely. even do a good Mr. T impression, but I wish I could right <laughs> now. I'd love to just get some BA Baracus happening. Yeah. But uh, I don't know my attitude. My uh Oh, God, this was one that it was very tough call for me because obviously when the Dukes of Hazard came out, I'd do the whole slide over the hood. My dad was like, Everybody, get off yeah. my car. You know, do not climb in through the windows. What are you doing? Um, I thought that was just really, really cool. And the horn, obviously, was amazing. But there was something about having a car that could also be your friend. And that was Knight Rider. Kit, yeah. Having Kit... And Knight Rider, there, there was part of me that just, as as many friends as I had, I still felt like I'd like a friend who was just as wise as Kit, who knew just to be there <laughs> right on time. You know, whenever I was who in I trouble, could control be, with my with my watch, I could talk yeah. to on my watch, and who could just show up when I needed him most. You know, and and most of my friends were not like Kit. <laughs> and I, you know, I just needed that. They didn't have that turbo boost. They didn't have, they didn't no, talk. I think They'd... that's what tapped into the psyche of all of us kids. It wasn't just like a cool car that goes fast and has a turbo boost, but it was just somebody that was going to be there. When it you really isn't the the, like even one of the, it's not even really one of the best body styles of Pontiac Trans Ams ever, frankly. No. The Smokey and the Bandit Trans Am is 10 times more attractive yeah. than the kit one. But don't even look at me like that. Are you serious? The 77 Trans Am is way hotter than the 92 what was Pontiac that a giant, Trans Am. Was that a giant eagle on it? Was a giant the 82 eagle. Trans Am, sorry. I don't know. I mean, look, I love I love me some Burt Reynolds, but there's something about Kit that was just so much sleeker and cleaner. Yeah, it was a product of what bubbles. was going on in the mod- Yeah, you're no, it's like modern, very modern. It's like Was that would you call it a British accent? That kid had. Kid? Yeah. yeah, he was Mr. Borderline Feeney. British. Mr. Feeney, right? But Mr. Feeney's yeah. not British. You sure? No, nah, he's not in any of the shows. He just has a kind of an affectation. I think. You know what it was? It was like you know how Magnum PI Michael. had uh, who's Magnum PI Higgins. Uh, Higgins. He had Higgins and the Ferrari. It was Higgins and the Ferrari combined in one. It was. That's what it was. That. You're that's, exactly right. And that's probably how they pitched it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Magnum PI came after. I don't know. Mark it came Jr. before. It was okay. before. Yeah, for sure. We're gonna bring in Higgins into the car, yeah. and then we're gonna save on an actor. Picture Higgins as a car. As a car. <laughs> Love it. Sold. That's what it is. Hundred episodes. Razzle. What do you got? Uh, I'm looking up here real quick. Eighty Magnum PI was 1980. Knight Rider was. Uh... I love it. Did you guys watch Rick and Morty? No, you don't. Rick and Morty is the funniest cartoon out right now. It's the funniest thing. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Uh, 
Archers, uh, Archers on TV. So Knight Rider was eighty two, but it is it's, it blows Archer out of the water, and I'm a huge fan of Archer. But there was a, there was a a, a a quip of dialogue a couple episodes back. I can't remember who said it. I think it was uh, Rick. Tiny Rick. It may have been Tiny Rick when Rick. Long story short, it's like Back to the Future on drugs. It's like a R Back to the Future where there's meets Doctor Who, where this alcoholic mad scientist takes his grandkids on like adventures and all that. And this episode, he shrunk himself down into like an adolescent because there was a vampire at at school that he had to help him kill. But anyways, <laughs> something, something, somebody said something, and then he goes, he goes, uh, paraphrasing, but it's along the lines of. It was called Night Rider. Nobody was named Night Rider. Like he's like he, nobody rode the, nobody rode the night. That was his last name. It was like it was like a joke. It was making fun of. It's very funny. <laughs> I, like I said, I'm, I'm sure in the episode we were watching, it was really I, was, well. I was waiting waiting for the laugh track. I'll look I'll look for the quote next time you guys go on a 20 minute Chuck conversation. Uh, <laughs> uh, good we're luck. just reminiscing. Yeah, here, yeah. come on, uh, man. I'm gonna go with my answer is gonna be the 66 Batmobile, obviously. Of course, uh, yeah, obviously, it's awesome, and it's also got T tops of sorts, and it's got atomic batteries to power the Lincoln, speed. The Lincoln Futura, yeah, Lincoln that was the prototype. Futura. Yeah, you like that one better than the Tim Burton one? Oh well, for I mean, I think it's got more style. Oh yeah, it's classier. I, I mean, again, it was made by George Barris, right down the street, frankly, yeah. right in Toluca Lake. Wow. Um, um, I would say, oh, gosh, I mean, if if we're ranking the Batmobiles, perhaps because I would rather if if I like, you can actually buy replicas of the '66 Batmobile. There's a company out of Indiana that'll replicate them for like 250k, oh, wow. and they're um, being sued right now, apparently, yeah, because of copyright infringement from yeah, DC. Because technically, DC owns the idea of any type of a Batmobile. Apparently, um, <laughs> you have to change one thing, like yeah. the shape of the headlights, and they'll be like, "What? Yeah, what the, I think, invert, I think invert the triangle." Yeah, I think so. putting the Batman symbol on the side. Yeah, but it's also not the it's official Batman symbol. It is like right. a weird Batman. It's a symbol. weird Batman. You do, symbol, you do yeah. a magnet, so and you take it off. Away. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, and it's red and blue, and no other Batman thing is red and blue. Right. Uh, so I'm going to say 66 Batmobile. Um, I would say that. Close, I like it. No, close second would be would be like Kit, probably. Uh, or, my or, close uh, second would definitely be. Or the, I mean, look, I'm going to get in trouble. Or the uh, Starsky and Hutch. Uh, oh, the Torino. The, the Torino. Yeah, the Charger from General Dukes of Hazard might definitely. I mean, that's a car. And then if, we're, if we're going, if we're going crazy balls out, uh, I mean, Speed Racers Mach Five is Mach Five is awesome. Shit, that is dude. true. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Uh, or we could go the Flintstone car because that was a really good. Well, car that was not a real vehicle that wouldn't propel itself. But <laughs> but the Ninja Turtle paddy wagon was dope. Also, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, man. I mean, it goes on and on. And then, I many. mean, who There's doesn't want their car to, to convert into a suitcase like the Jetsons? That's true, too. You're right. You know what? Every car on TV Every is the best. Every car's TV is the best. Weren't we supposed to be able to do that by now? I guess we're close with the smart car. That's pretty damn. You mean to go in a briefcase? Maybe, yeah, that's yeah. A, that's almost the size of a... It's like a backpack. For me, it is at all. It'd be funny if it just had a little, like, handle in the front. You just popped it out and just started carrying it. <laughs> I could probably I if you could do, almost that. do that. You could almost do that. Some guy could probably, like, the Hulk could, like... Tell the worst part about the smart car, it doesn't even get that great of mileage. I'm like, I know, why am I going to risk yeah. my life in this thing? Why am I going to drive a golf cart with a barely a door on it if I don't get like 100 miles to yeah. the gallon? Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Uh, Guys, real uh, quick shout out to Optimus Prime, by the way. Sorry yeah. for leaving. <laughs> no, Optimus Prime. Well, he's a movie. Oh, yeah. uh, I guess he is a TV too. He's a cartoon. Yeah, cartoon. you're right. Yeah, yeah. Guys, we're going to take a quick break uh, and then come right back and talk about our other two categories. So we'll see yeah. you in a sec. See ya. Hey, y'all. This episode is brought to you by Loot Crate. Uh, they're really good friends of ours, and we like them a lot. Thank you for being a continuing sponsor of this show. Please patronize Loot Crate, all right? 
Now, I usually ask you if you classify yourself as a geek, gamer, or pop culture nerd, but of course, I know that you do. And that's why this is the subscription box service for you. For less than $20 a month, you get six to eight items of gamer and pop culture licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, unique one-of-a-kind items, and more. Make sure to head over to lootcrate.com slash nerdmachine and enter code nerdmachine to save $3 on any new subscription. And look, every month there's a different theme and all items are curated around that theme. They're all inspired by classic movie and video game releases as well as pulling from pop culture franchises. Previous crates have included items from franchises like, I mean, you may have heard of these, Star Wars, Marvel, Walking Dead, Legend of Zelda, and tons more. This year thus far, there have been crates featuring some exclusive items from Star Wars and Voltron, as well as some epic geek apparel and an awesome retro gaming inspired mashup figure. A crate all about strategy games, or is that strategery? A crate all about strategery games, a crate all about covert operations, and there is only more awesomeness to come. Basically, Loot Crate is like a friend, like our good buddy Razzle, who knows what you love and surprises you with an awesome present every month. You have until the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific to subscribe and receive that month's crate. When the cutoff happens, that's it. It's over. It's done, y'all. So make sure to go to lootcrate.com slash nerdmachine and enter code nerdmachine to save $3 on your new subscription today. Hey guys, welcome back to Picking Favorites. Uh, you've got me, America Kentucky Coleman, with my buddy Razzle. Hey guys. <laughs> Just hey. for, at least pretend you're excited, Razzle. Hey I'm excited guys. to be here. Here's the deal. I'm always excited to be here. I'm talking into a, um, what is, I'm trying to remember what kind of microphone I studied what these are. It's a, the, it's got the heart, the upside down heart, but I can't remember. I think what is that, omnidirectional, I think? I don't know. It's like a really great one. Really it sounds fantastic. Yeah, and like we're here with Ryan McPartland, Captain Awesome, yeah. Mayor of it's Awesome Town. Name. Hey, guys. Hi. <laughs> I'm just checking my phone right now. <laughs> Big, uh, a lot of uh, plate therapy orders coming in you got to take oh, care of. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go get in the plate therapy truck and make some deliveries. That's going to be the next car yeah, we talk right, about, right? the plate therapy truck. The plate truck. therapy <laughs> truck. When that's, uh, when that's out there rolling, put the Twitter handle on the side, oh. say you saw it, you'll get a discount. I just made that up. You probably won't. <laughs> I'll be uh, back when we're actually run totally when you're, live. When you're then, live. Yeah. Twitter handle, like, send me. I'll, <laughs> he's going to have the thing where I can just send him a picture of broccoli to plate therapy on Twitter, and they will send me an entire meal. That's exactly right. It's like Domino's. The They're like, oh, I can tweet you. I can send you. I'm like, guys, don't be fooled. You have to literally sign up for all this stuff and assign your favorite pizza. You just don't. I, I just can't tweet Domino's right now with a pizza slice and then send me a pizza. I do. That's not how it works. No, but I do appreciate the Domino's app. I mean, I get it. it. I, yeah. I, look, the pizza apps are the best apps there I are. I tweeted at Olive Garden to send me some breadsticks, and 10 minutes later, a drone landed in my backyard with some breadsticks. No, that'd be all. That'd be like that'd the best be great. Thing that would be great, and that's I'm I'd sure that's like, on the horizon. It's like Amazon Olive Fresh. Garden breadsticks are the bomb, yo. All right, guys, we're uh, talking They're cars today. Too. Talking cars. Honorable mention to the nerd herders, the yeah. Toyota Yaris's from the show. We didn't talk about those. Apparently, those are still on the road. Uh, Scott Bauer, the prop master from Chuck, saw one in Burbank like last week, Fantastic. sitting in a, like in a grocery store parking lot. Love the that. Toyota Yaris or the actual Yeah, the vehicle. Toyota Yaris. The actual car was a Toyota Yaris, and it was basically just vinyl with Nerd Herder stuff on the sides. Yeah. But uh, really fun car. Guys, let's talk about our favorite uh, cars from movies, which are very different than cars from television shows. Favorite? Uh, what's right. your favorite car from a movie? I'm going to let you guys go first. I need to get I need to get warmed up into this. Razzle Dazzle. Right. I'll go with the DMC DeLorean 12. Oh, oh. That's good. 
Solid. Was, I think it was the twelve. Solid, John. Uh, I think it was the. D- the D- Did they only make? The they only made one model, right? Uh, no, they made. They had a couple of them. Believe it or not. Um, and then he got framed by General Motors for having cocaine and heroin. And then he got he sent got to framed. Jail. Yeah, he got framed because he pitched GM Houston design cars for uh, GM. And then he pitched them the De- uh, stainless steel automobile, the DeLorean, a similar version of the DeLorean. And they're like, ah, uh, no. So then he went and he talked to his buddies Johnny Carson and Sammy Davis and he got funding for the DeLorean Motor Corporation and then he started his own and then they took off and they got really huge and then uh, they were a competitor and then obviously much like businesses who don't like competitors they framed their their uh, we're going you know, to frame all of this around the word allegedly. No, but it's true. <laughs> but it's it's true. not. General you can't Motors. say something is true if you did the not people investigate who did it, it yourself. Listen, the people who framed them are dead anyways because they probably got murdered by However, other people. the General Motors Corporation is in existence and <laughs> has an army of lawyers. So we are saying allegedly this happened because we did not know for sure. Nope. John DeLorean is my buddy. And I'm, I've had lunch with Bo Derek, his ex-wife. I, that's not true, but I met her once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so have we. She, so we've worked we. on the show with she her. She was actually on a little show called Chuck. You may have oh, heard yeah? of it. I Maybe stopped pretty much, By the way, season. pretty much everyone was, was on Chuck. Was Bo Derek on prior to me leaving or after me watching? Probably after. Because after. After. So, so, yeah. one, another one of my favorite episodes. Yeah, when, she was great. When, when uh, Gomez goes completely a-hole. And, oh, that has oh, frosted tips and all frosted that? T- his frosted tips make me laugh to this It's day. funny. It's funny. Yeah, yeah, we also had Morgan Fairchild. Oh, oh yeah. Swing mom. PW. Uh, she was on that was, that was Captain Awesome's mom on the Morgan show. Fairchild. Yeah. I call her, her mom. mom. <laughs> she was in, ben, she was in uh, one of my, my favorite movies, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. She played Dottie in the movie within the movie. Oh, yes. Yeah. Wow. That's meta. That That's is. Meta. That's another yeah. level. I don't know. Yeah, the DeLorean like, you know. DMC from Razzle. I'm going to give you mine. I've already mentioned it. Because we had a little argument about it earlier in the previous segment. 1977, Pontiac Trans Am, Smokey and the Bandit. The Bandit's car is by far the coolest, sexiest car in a movie. That's not true. That is my opinion. I could be wrong. You're really typecasting yourself. I don't care. (laughs) Your name is Kentucky. I don't care. Smokey and the Bandit, generally. I don't care. I know, I know, I hear you. I look, the honorable mention goes to the the 73 Ford XB Falcon and Mad Max Road Warrior. Oh. I love that car. That's an ama- I mean the way they tricked that thing out. Dude. Amazing. Talk but to I'm me telling some more you, about... I, guys, I'm just going over what I Can I, I change my, Can I change mine to the 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 truck in Mad Max Fury Road with the dude, blind dude playing the guitar on it? Dude. We'll we'll talk about Mad Max, I'm sure in the car Fury chase Road. scenes cuz Unbelievable! I, Did you see it? Did you no, see Mad Max Fury Road? Dude, I've been coaching flag football Watch this and movie. delivering meals. <laughs> Watch, <laughs> I mean, look, when your kids go to bed, <laughs> I haven't seen a movie in decades. I've seen uh, Mission Impossible, the new one. It's pretty you good. See it? It's so good. I hear okay. it's great. It's dude, great. It's, it really uh, is great. Uh, I'm not. Uh, Razzle yeah, is the like biggest Tom Cruise fan in the world. Yeah. Uh, I'm. Sure. I'm just an. Oh, I mean, I appreciate he's, he's his a great work. Star. He's, he's a great movie star. He's a great movie. Rogue Nation is a great movie. It is so good. Dude, it looks so good. So, I'm dying. Uh, there, I have a whole list. I go have a whole watch. List. If you're going to watch one movie in the next week, watch Mad Max Fury Road. Really? I'm not kidding. It is start. It's heavy. You know, Mayim Bialik told me that. Start to finish, the most exciting movie I've seen in forever. Right. Yo, know, whatever happened to the drunk brother on that show, Blossom? The like, because Joey Lawrence was the was he 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 went on to do other things. There was that older brother who's like the alcoholic brother. Remember? Good question. Was he? I don't remember. I just remember when you said that. I'm just remembering the older brother from the Wonder Years. Oh yeah, I'm just picturing him. Those, awesome. those older brother characters were amazing. I yeah. love the older brother who's like 
the smart ass in every show like that. I don't know. I don't know Ted what Ted Wass, I think, is his name. I'm looking at. No, yeah, is that him? No, maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, I think that's him. He's he's on a he's he's on a few things. He's on Mom apparently. Oh, cool. There you go. Good for him. He's working more than I am right now. Oh, yeah, the Allison Janney Emmy uh, producer show. Like, literally, just, like, give... If Allison Janney's on a show, just... Well, Mayim Emmy uh, goes to her. Mayim was just nominated in her category for the fourth time, and Mayim goes, no, it's Allison Janney. All right, let's just get that out of the way. We can just call (laughs) the category the Allison Janney uh, Award for Excellence in Supporting uh, (laughs) Comedy. All of you can not even show up. You can go home. It'd be oh. great if they were like just. Uh, what if they uh, next year when they all came, they all had little Alice and Janney faces, and they put them in front of themselves whenever they showed them on camera. They just all look like Alice and Janney. I would. I'd be funny. Actually, that's the dad that was on the show. This older brother's name is Michael Stoyanov or something. Stoyan Stoyanov. Sounds like a bad uh, guy in Chuck. He does. Yeah, sound he like was a bad. A bad he was a bad guy on The Dark Knight, and he was a. He oh was yeah, a, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Ryan. Once again, go. working more than me. All good, buddy. Favorite Happy car movie. You. Favorite car movie. Favorite. I, no, for, sorry. You know, favorite I, car from a movie. From a movie. I'm I'm blanking. I feel lame because I'm such a suburbanite. I grew up in the suburbs, and now I still, I've migrated to the suburbs. Uh, and you know, the Tim Burton Batmobile is one that's doing it for me because I felt like that was so Jack Nicholson and Michael Keaton and everything. That had such a big impact on. As far as comic book movies are concerned, it, it, it really, I th- no, I feel look, like you're, it, you're not it wrong. Re-energized yeah, yeah, the I mean, entire genre. It, it looked so, kind of like a, it, had, it was cool because it looked kind of like a '70s Corvette. Yep. With those kind of flared fenders, I love the armor when it would like he would close it up and it would just turn into like a you know basically a uh, a base. Yep. If you will. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, and the whole uh, it was just so cool, man. So and good. it just it just took you into that. Like and I they said, kept like the jet, the jet, the jet uh, thruster in the back, in the so back. it was kind of an ode to the old one. I mean, Shields, cool. yeah, get in yeah, the car. Cool. Which car? Yeah. Which car? Yeah. No, yeah. Bat, the Batmobile is a great car for sure. To uh, me, that's still the best. The Tim Batman. Burton ones. And oh, then he drives into that. He drives into Axis Keaton Chemicals. Was, Keaton he, is the classic he, Batman. He's he blows the, the he blows up Axis Chemicals. And then, he does. And yeah. He drives right out. Then he comes out and he comes and picks him up. And then Again. the Joker is just in that helicopter and he's like, "You." Again, it just knew when me. to be there at the yeah. right time. Yeah. Kind of like maybe that's maybe I got a, yeah, a through line here of just I need a friend that's a car. You do. You just need a friend, <laughs> right? Yeah. Then in Batman Returns, and then Batman Returns, they had that thing that. It's like the thing split up and it's split into that missile. Oh yeah, yeah, dude, that was it's a cool good. car, man. It's a cool car. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Cool car. Uh, yeah, that's what. I'm, but I feel like it's so popular that that's the lame choice versus trying. No, to we neither one of us said it. The, so, oh no, I I will. I mean, the DeLorean a is a close second though because I do remember just that you know being such a. I remember arguing with my parents on the way to the movie theater, and maybe I was in fourth grade, saying, why are you taking me to a movie that is called Back to the Future? Doesn't make sense. Because your parents were awesome. They were awesome. <laughs> and I didn't know at the time. And they were, I was arguing with them because I probably wanted to go see some crappy 80s movie yeah, that- something terrible. Something horrible, like, you know, I don't even know what would have been at the time. But you know, at that time- it was like, it doesn't make sense. I came out of that movie theater, like, mind blown. Greatest thing I've ever seen. Greatest thing. And then when I came, it's... then the next year in fifth grade, they took us to Hollywood 
to go to Universal Studios and I saw the whole lot where every time to this day I walked past it, I'm like, holy cow, this is amazing. Yeah. This is True. where it all happened. So that Back to the Future was a, a close second. To Back Burton. to the Future is like arguably the best movie ever. It, there's not a false note in it. Nope. There's no, not. It's a pretty good all. movie. It's a good movie. Absolutely. Uh, guys, so now we're going to do our third category, greatest movie car chases. Uh, but we're going to do that right when we come back from this uh, last break. And uh, see, it's called a tease in the business. Uh, I don't know what that just, we're not in the radio business, so I don't even know why I said that. <laughs> uh, we're going to take a break. And we'll be right back. Picking favorites. Hey, nerds. I'm excited to introduce you to Howl.fm the best and most convenient way to listen to all the episodes of your favorite podcast, Picking Favorites. You can find it on the web at howl.fm and on the go with the Howl app. You can stream and download all Picking Favorites episodes that have been released in the past six months, and you can go beyond the audio with behind-the-scenes photos, commentaries, and more. You can even go further by upgrading to Howl Premium for only $4.99 a month. Sounds like a pretty good deal to me. Get exclusive access to the entire Picking Favorites archive and to all the Earwolf and Wolf Pop archives. This includes all episodes older than six months, all remastered with no ads. Only with How Premium, listen to hundreds of hours of the WTF with Mark Marin archives, hear classic interviews with Robin Williams, Louis C.K., and more. Howl has also partnered with some of your favorite hosts and comedians to develop Howl Originals, brand new shows available only with How Premium. Check out the great new series from Lauren Lapkus and the AV Club right now. Already 10 brand new hilarious Howl originals, and we are adding new shows every week. Get access to all this exclusive, amazing content, both on your phone, on your iPad, and on your desktop with the Howl Premium app for only $4.99 a month. And with the promo code NERDMACHINE, you'll get a full month for a free trial. How do you beat that? Just go to Howl.fm and enter code NERDMACHINE at checkout. Remember, you can use HAL on your phone or your computer, but you can only use my promo code on HAL.FM, the website. So go to HAL.FM, that's H-O-W-L dot F-M, and use the promo code NERDMACHINE for one month free trial of HAL Premium. Picking favorites! Hey guys, welcome back for the uh, third and final segment of uh, Picking Favorites with our good buddy Ryan McPartland. Ryan, thanks so much for being here today. We really appreciate it. Uh, Happy to be here, man. It's cool to see you again. Uh, I know you're super busy talking about all your stuff going on. Uh, Speaking of busy, let's get busy talking about car chases from movies. Uh, Ryan, the guest always goes first unless you defer to the other guys. I'm going to give it to you now. What's your favorite movie car chase? I'm going to go with the original Born Identity one because I feel like it was so... The Mini Co- the Mini, the mini chase? Cooper. The Mini Cooper chase in... Was it Paris? I'm taking... Th- uh, I think was, it was Paris. It was Paris, I want to I say. So. Right? Some European city. Yeah. Just say generic European city. Europe. It was, yeah. We'll just say it was in it's Europe. in Europa. <laughs> Europa. Yeah. Anyhow, the... Um, it was so messy. Oh, what so I loved yeah. about it was how messy it was, and Doug Liman's directing of it. Just you, it was you felt panicked. 
you felt is are they going to make it? What there's no way in this Mini Cooper, and that somehow they fit that Mini Cooper in little down the stairs. Yeah, remember when it shot down the stairs yeah. and they'd fit it in like little, three inches of clearance on each side. Like there's no room for yeah. Error at all. And you know we came from a generation that it was like the Ferrari was the coolest car and the you know Lamborghinis and all of that stuff. That to to do it with a Mini Cooper was so out of the box that it blew my mind. That's a great it's a great one. I I love that one. It reminds again, it's like the Italian job Mini Cooper car chase. It's like Absolutely. But it was like an old in the born identity, it's like an old school Mini Cooper. Yeah. Like, how's that thing even holding itself together during this car chase? I know. I mean that's that that was the best part. And then when you're spinning out and doing all that and it was stick shift. The other thing is stick totally, shift. Yeah. There there's a few car chases of like, you gotta have a stick shift. You gotta have you a stick got shift. to. You gotta be able to get down that lower gear, get some torque and turn those corners. Uh, I believe it's a re- and it's very well edited. Is why that's so great because it it's definitely cut together in a great way to really make you feel like you're in the the chase. Are you friends with the editor? I'm not. <laughs> I just I'm think like, some, here's a shout out to the editor. I, if, I, if, I, if I had his name, if I had his name right shout now, shout out I'm to a, Stephen. But you're Johnson. right. You're absolutely right because they don't get they don't get the credit. Those they edit. never get credit. They no. don't. And who knows if it was a total mess, you know, shooting wise? And they're like, that dude, everything's a mess shooting wise. Everything's always a mess shooting. Hey, you know who read that? A guy named Sara Klein. Hey, Sara, good hey, job. Sarah, Sarah. Nice good work. job. Nice job. Hey, uh, nice job. Uh, Razzle, favorite movie uh, car chase. Favorite movie car chase. Well, I'm going to assume you're going to say Mad Max Fury Road. And if you don't, then I will change my answer. But on the off chance that you are going to say that, I'm going to say. Uh, uh, Fast and Furious four, five, six, and seven. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say most unrealistic car chase. I said, um, or I will go with Blues Brothers. You can't go wrong. It's like yeah, an entire true. car chase. And oh, so yeah. the car accidents. Every time it rains in LA, I try to find a good gif of just the a car accident from Blues Brothers because they they destroy so many automobiles in that movie. And that was in my city growing up, and it was funny because. You know, so you Illinois wa- Nazis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you watch it, the Jewel store is the grocery store I went yeah. to. The Genghis formal wear in the background of that nice. is where I got my tux for prom. That's amazing. You know, so every store has a symbolic meaning in that. I should have gone with that one. That's a good Razzle. one. It's a very Chicago thing. And you, it is a very Chicago You're a very thing. Chicago I, guy. I feel you've done twice now. <laughs> twice you've do- done better oh, answers That's than what, I should have. <sighs> He does that it to makes everybody. Me angry. He does that to everybody. I mean, right. that is a classic. The car know. chase of all time. It is. What it's, am I thinking? Born identity. Whatever. You good? <laughs> Europe. Europe. By the way, is my favorite line of the whole. The Europe. I mean, if Europe. we want to go, if we want to go really like the shorter race, my favorite short race is probably the parking lot chase between the Libyans and. Marty McFly. Marty McFly, like literally in the what's the mall in the mall parking lot with the Uzi. Remember how Uzi was the most dangerous weapon in the world? Dude, 1980s Uzi was in every movie all the time. And Uzi is like the most difficult weapon in the world to shoot, especially one-handed. Why is that? Because it's got a tiny, tiny barrel. Yeah. And bullets come out so quickly that you and machine guns on their part as part of their mechanics always go upward when you fire them. Okay. So, guys, when you see guys holding Uzis out with one hand, like, literally, they're struggling so hard to keep the gun vertical, I mean, yeah. horizontal, because it's crazy, because it, it's literally fighting you the entire time. Huh. It's, where they, it's, it's where the word spray and pray came from. 
Is it? Right? That's uh, when you just okay. like spray. Your Uzi's about putting lots of bullets down range to uh, at a certain area. Okay. They are not tactical targeting. Uh, you know, it's just like I'm going to shoot as many bullets as you as I can in your general direction, and maybe I'll hit you. You could do a whole show with that in Baldwin. I bet on guns. We, right. I, it's funny. We probably could. You know. You know. There's a internet movie firearm database. Uh, there's an There's an IMDb for guns. Really? Yeah. I think it's like the IFDB. It's like the International Firearms Data Movie Movie Database, something like that. And almost all the stuff from Chuck is on it. Wow. We actually, I can remember in season five, going, "What gun do we use on that episode?" Like in season three, and we would go there and look it up and go, "Like, oh yeah, there it is. We can pull it right there." I had no idea that even existed. It, it exists. It's pretty cool. Uh, I'm going to go, yes, Mad Max Fury Road is my favorite car chase in a movie because literally the entire movie is a car chase. chase. Uh, It's like 35 minutes of car chase with 10 minutes of dialogue and another 45 minutes of car chase. Um, With the craziest characters you've ever seen, the craziest vehicles you've ever seen, more explosions and cars flipping in like that really flip. It's not all CG. Like cars are flying all over the place. Is that in 3D? It was in 3D. Oh. Dude, it's, I'm telling you. It you don't have to see it in 3D. I saw it at the XD Theater down in Playa, Del, uh, Playa Vista or whatever uh-huh. with the seats that rumbled and all that. Oh. Unbe- unbelievable. I'm telling you, it's the, it's the best, the most fun thing I saw here. And I've, I saw some good movies. I saw Blast, Black Mass last week. I, you know, we saw Rogue Nation. Um, <clears throat> I saw some good movies, but Fury Road was like, again, it's, the, it's probably the simplest movie that came out this year. There's the plot. The whole movie lasts what one day? It's like John Wick in a desert. Point John a to Wick's point a B. good movie too. Just man. point A to point B. No subplots. No B plots. No, yeah, no C no, plots. Yeah. No I character development. Nothing. <laughs> it's like, it's like little, balls to the wall. A to the B. Like look it. There's a little subplot. Like, Don't bore us. Get to the chorus. They want to. Get, they want to get to the green land. She wants to get to the green place. Okay. Uh, which you know, it's a. Freaking post-apocalyptic world. Yeah, it's um, awesome. You know, there's not a lot of hope in it. No, and, uh, but like, the way it's that, like real life. It's <laughs> there's an intent. So I'm gonna plug my buddy's movie. Yes, plug your buddy's movie. Mad Max Fury. It's Road coming two. out this week. No, it's uh, uh, Sicario. Oh, Sicario! I saw it. I saw oh, it. great! Right, I'm, I'm good, but I'm, now, it wasn't a car chase, but it was in a car. I don't want to give anything yeah. away, but it was the intenseness of like. Being in a traffic jam yeah. was the insane. The traffic jam was insane. And that you know what's insane. funny? You're they friends don't... with Benicio, too? Oh, yeah. Me and Benicio. Me and Benicio. Uh, I have a really funny... Rolling in Benicio. I'm so, I'm so tired today because Benicio uh, was keeping yeah. up. He's my roommate, and he was just being so loud, keeping <laughs> uh, his eyes halfway shut the dude, whole night. Uh, like fun fact. We met Benicio del Toro in Puerto Rico. Was when, he squinting? He was. He was. When uh, Cordy and I were getting married in Puerto Rico, you know, some people were down there with us like in 2010, and uh, we were doing our like bachelor bachelorette night. Yeah. We run into Benicio del Toro in a park. Like just hanging park? out. Yeah. Just hanging out with him and a buddy from Puerto Rico. Oh, and we hung out with him for a while, got a picture, talked for a bit. He was a super nice guy. Yeah. Uh, had a really, but uh, the movie is fantastic. Yeah. It's my uh, buddy, actually, Thad and Trent Lunkin Bill and Molly and Rachel Smith, who uh, have black label media. So they produced it. It's a great movie. And awesome. they. Uh, it is heavy. Dude. Oh, so yeah. cool! I didn't see it yet, but I'm going it's to so watch cool. it. Crazy! Heavy. I like everybody in that movie, and I like oh. all your friends' names that produced it. Benicio, <laughs> Benicio, Brolin, and Blunt. Oh, yeah, tell, it's true. Sign me up, yeah. right? It's true. Uh, the three Bs. No, yeah. it's got some. It's it's a really really good. Film. Josh Brolin, Goonies, yeah. come on. 
Ryan. Oh, dude, I just watched Goonies with my so kid good. for the first time. Oh, do they, they love it? They, that bicycle? You know, my, Come on. It's a little there's dated so them, many right? more swear words than I... It's true, oh, you forget. You forget. I mean, he's because talking about doing his mom, and I'm like yeah. looking over and why, I'm like, is he picking this up? That's how teenagers, young adolescents talk. They say shit, and they talk about doing yeah, things. Like that. that's yeah, what, that's what I, I was so impressed by, like, oh, my God, that... It was so real. It's at that so time. real. So it was real. so real at that time. It's a great movie. Kids talk. It's one of the best. Absolutely. Top five. But Top it, five. Not watching it with your eight year old is a little weird. People do that. Like they go, oh, I'm going to watch this movie, and you go, oh god, I forgot about all. Totally this. forgot. You completely, completely forget some of that stuff. All of it. Um, God, awesome episode today, guys. Ryan, thank you so much for being here. Hey, thank you. Uh, well, Razzle, thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure doing a show with it you, is. my friend. I, I love you as a buddy and too. a brother and a friend. We don't, contrary to popular belief, we don't like each other. I mean, we don't hate each other. <laughs> we t- I don't know why you perpetuate. I think you just want to I don't perpetuate it. People want to cause internet, conflict. The, the eight people that listen to this perpetuated on the internet. There are eight. nine people. Do not sell that last guy You guys short. have like a, a Sarah Lancaster, Ryan McPartland it's relationship true, we do going bit. on right now. I'm Ryan McPartland. Yeah, I'm <laughs> uh, uh, who I love, Sarah was yeah, great. Man, she's great. Sarah Lancaster was great too. Everybody on the show was awesome. We should get her on the show. We, I, yeah. You know who we should get on the show? And Make me the surprise guest when she comes on. I will. And yeah, see her face her, yeah. just drop. I've said this once before, and I'll say it again. We should get, uh, um, uh, fucking what's his name? He may not. Now I can't draw. Now I'm Dolph Lundgren. Dolph, Dolph Lundgren. Lundgren. Uh, by the way, that's in the works. Let's I spoke to. Get, his, I have an e- I do. I have an email uh, from his uh, friend, assistant friend, or something. Okay. Where I'm working on it right now. Get Dolph Lundgren. And trying no, to get Dolph we, Lundgren. We got to get. Uh, License to Kill on here too. Timothy Dalton. Yes, we do. I don't know where that show shoots. I don't know if he's in the states right now, but we'll check it out. Well, we need he to was get great. James on because he's great. He was a great James. Uh, Ryan, where can people James find Bond, you online? Dude. What's the what's your social? Uh, oh world. man, I'm no, on. What's your social security? Yeah. <laughs> well, here it is. Um, I'm on Instagram at Ryan McPartland. I'm on Twitter at Ryan McPartland. And it's uh, M C P A R T L I N. That's correct. Correct. All right, Ryan. Thanks so much for being here. We really appreciate it. Razzle, uh, as always, my friend. Boom, I just followed you. Just Good to so see you. Know. you. Good to see you. Uh, guys, Coming please uh, you, please watch Geeks Who Fun Drink time. tomorrow night. Please uh, patronize our sponsors so we can keep doing this show. And, uh, you know, if it does not too much trouble, go to thenerdmachine.com. Maybe pick up a T-shirt, a bag, you know. You yeah. never know. Some stuff on there. You know what you could do? You could buy a bag, and then you could buy food from Plate Therapy and put that food in that bag. You could. Boom. You could do both those things. Boom. So see, that's uh, why I'm here. Check out PlayTherapy.com, where you'll see amazing paleo meals delivered right to your home. On Instagram, Plate Therapy yeah. Kitchen. Plate Therapy Kitchen on Instagram. Get it, guys. All right. Well, uh, we'll see you next week, and uh, have a great week, everybody. Hello, I'm Emily Foster. And I'm Deanna Raphael, and we are the hosts of OMFG, the podcast that helps you get hip to what the youths are up to. And helps you get chill AF. Am I using that right? We're V chill, Emily. You know, But right now we are um, actually here for a very eye-opening episode we just released. Very exciting. Lizzie Velasquez was born with an inability to gain weight. After being labeled the ugliest woman in the world on YouTube, she did a TED Talk on the epidemic of online bullying. Now she's fighting for Congress to pass an anti-bullying bill, and starting this week, you can see her incredible documentary, A Brave Heart. We are obsessed with her. We talk to her. And here's a little piece of what she had to say. Every time I see a bad comment or someone says something, it doesn't really, I mean, there are times it will upset me. I mean, I'm human. But at the same time, there are times where I see it and I think uh, I really do still have a job to do. There are still people that are needing help or needing to see that there are there is a different outlet for your anger. To hear more, listen to Lizzie Velasquez, A Brave Heart on OMFG. 
And keep listening to OMFG on Wolf Pop for more interviews with some amazing young people. You can listen on iTunes, Howl, or your favorite podcasting app. This has been a Wolf Pop production. Executive produced by Paul Shear, Adam Sachs, Chris Bannon, and Matt Gorley. For more information and content, visit wolfpop.com.